Happy New Year! Greetings and welcome to the SideQuest Heroes Podcast, episode one of 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Ray Hogg, alongside the Cheswan sauce to my chicken nuggets, Clive Cookson. How you doing, buddy? Cheswan sauce, hey, Jesus. Okay. Happy New Year anyway to you, right? Yep. We're uh, recording this on the 28th day of the first month of the 21st. Uh, so, uh, 2021st year in the time of uh, our Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, it took us a while to get back into the flow for the new year. We had a pretty hectic Christmas and we're just easier. We're taking a much needed break, Ray. That's what we're doing. We are. We, we took a very much needed break to catch up on some gaming and some TV and whatnot. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Now, today we are back and it will only be a bit of a more chillax episode as it is the first episode of 2021 we'll go through what we've been playing since christmas as i said where i'm kind of repeating myself here but before we get into all of that if you didn't know this is the side quest heroes podcast the podcast where we talk about everything video games if you like the sound of that follow and listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and all those other kick-ass podcast services available online on top of that, like a little cherry, we are also on social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram using at SideQuest Heroes, and you can find us newly added, I might say, to Twitter using at SQH Podcast. So that's SQH for SideQuest Heroes Podcast. You can follow all of our video game related shenanigans there, post some comments, and do let us know what kind of topics you would like us to cover in future because we're always open to suggestions and ideas. Now, Clive, before we get into all of that, this time for that little segment we like to call What You Been Playing. Come on. What you been playing? What, what, what you been playing? What, what? So, Clive, what have you been playing? <laughs> What have I been playing? Jesus, I, I think you know what I've been playing right now. Mainly, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, Why don't you tell yeah. the lovely listeners, our lovely listeners, that, that are so eager to find out what you've been playing. Uh, okay, well, I'll start off just saying, over the Christmas period, I finished Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. Honestly, really enjoyed the story. And like, I had a relatively good experience on the Xbox Series X. Like, It played for relatively well, ran very good. It's just obviously you had the various kind of bugs and issues and <laughs> random kind of ragdoll mechanics as well. Yeah, you were coming across weird ones where when you killed people, it looked like they weren't quite dead. They wanted to get up for one more round. but mm. <laughs> It was very strange. But... It was brilliant up until the point that I had to do the last mission. Now, I'm obviously not going to mention what I did in my last missions because everyone's playthrough might be different. But uh, when I was playing the last mission, it just crashed several times. I think about maybe seven or eight times in total it crashed. Oh, God. And I had to keep reloading. And it was the weird kind of crash where it would turn off your computer, sorry, your Xbox completely. What? Yeah. And I had to power it back on and then... Like a proper, like, doom, doom, doom. Shut down. Pretty much, yeah. Holy crap. I know. I was uh, getting a bit worried. I was like, at one point, I was like, oh, should I keep playing this? But I powered through anyway, and I finished it. I'm glad I did. But 
I'll obviously wait until the next gen patch and possibly some DLC before I go back to the game because I do want to do a lot of the side missions and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But for those playing it at the moment, I would say maybe hold off until a few more patches come in because obviously the several crashes I was having at the end, but obviously the the latest patch, I think, uh, introduced some new game-breaking bug as well. Yeah, I've I've read a couple of reports on that. that, um, There's one particular mission that apparently this new update, it'll basically just that's it you can't finish the game if you if you engage with this quest line apparently um but yeah i mean like i i'm the biggest fomo (laughs) faulty peer pressure kind of person so i was keen on getting this game i only put about three hours into it and i was like you know what i'm probably going to wait until i get a little bit of a flag saying it's good now maybe i'll keep that for our kind of predictions for 2021 yeah, okay. But apart from that, I've been playing Fortnite, mm. Fortnite, and even more Fortnite. You've been playing <laughs> a lot of Fortnite. I don't know what it is. I, I just started seeing a lot of stuff on YouTube and, you know, the whole Battle Pass thing with the Mandalorian and this Bounty Hunter kind of theme going on. I was like, you know what, screw it. Like, I only really kind of dabbled in Fortnite a couple of times. Like, I think it might have been a couple of years ago or something like that. And I was just like, you know, what, I'm just going to try it and see how it is. And I've just been addicted ever since. Like, I got the Battle Pass, I got my Mandalorian skin, but the more you level up, so if you try and get all the way up to level 100 during the Battle Pass, you can unlock all the different kind of Beskar armor for the Mandalorian. Uh, So you're basically getting a brand new skin for him, like Mm. the the fully kitted out skin. Do you have to unlock um, individual armor pieces? Like, do do you get a certain amount of levels and you unlock, say, the helmet or you unlock the chest piece? Or is it one sole skin that's just unlocked? No, exactly so. So you'll have different quests. So the more you level up, you might have, say, a quest at just off the top of my head, maybe level 30. Yeah. And if you complete the quest, you get that specific piece of armor. So it could be like a shoulder piece. Okay. And the cool thing is when you go to the locker section for your character, you can just go to edit style and then you can choose to add that specific armor plate on them. So the more you kind of level up, you can just keep adding the different plates to you until you've got the, the full kitted out stuff. Yeah, Kind of in the, the spirit of the show, actually, isn't it? When he's kind of putting his armor together in season one. <laughs> but um, you have to get to level 100 to unlock the Grogu backpack, which is basically just Grogu kind of floating beside you. On the way. Did you get it? Uh, no, I'm not at level 100 yet. I think I'm at level 65 or 66. Oh, that, man. I know. It, I think it's about March I have to get it by because I think that's when the next season of Fortnite might be. So I'm, I'm going to have to do some grinding. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, I actually did join you for a couple of games of Fortnite. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised how I took to it after all this time. Um, I remember playing it way back in the day when it was first kind of out on consoles. Uh, I can't remember. How long is Fortnite out? Is it out about five years? Is it longer? Potentially longer. I don't know. uh, Because originally it was a regular game, wasn't it? But then they created the Battle Royale section afterwards. So it feels like it's going on longer than that. But uh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I mean, like, I think when I first remember going free to play or or the, the, the Battle Royale element of it, came went live i think i picked that up on playstation because it was free at the time and i remember playing it going this is good but i just couldn't understand the building mechanic and it really soured the milk for me and Mm. it took me until actually when you were playing it and the mandalorian armor i said fuck it i'll download this and just see what it's like again 
And my first game, I actually got a number one victory royale. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm not this good at battle royale games. This, I must be in the junior lobby. <laughs> but no, I'm loving the whole theme so far, the whole kind of bounty hunter theme for this season. The Predator was recently introduced. Yeah, which looks is great. Cool. Oh, it looks great. But then it's got a built-in emote, which is like a, you know, kind of pose. Mm. where he actually takes his mask off and then you can fight with the mask off which Brilliant. is really cool and i've per- oh, i've bitten the bullet and you know purchased skins for the likes of master chief and kratos which is <laughs> kind of strange to say that i can be playing as master chief while i'm playing fortnite on the switch or i could be playing kratos on my xbox series x when i'm yeah. playing on that yeah it's, it's weird um I, I guess that that's the kind of weird beauty and attraction of something like Fortnite. It is almost like neutral ground for a lot of these brands. Like it's kind mm. of feels a bit like anybody could be in Fortnite now. So you could potentially have Lara Croft if she's not been in already or Nathan Drake or potentially a Mario-esque themed character. It might not be Mario, but it might be a, you know, a costume like the blue overalls and like, a, a, is it red overalls and blue top? I mean, like Nintendo are really weird with their properties. Mm. I'd love to see something like maybe Samus, who's a bounty hunter. That would work. Yeah, that would be really cool. And Fortnite is on the Switch, right? So it would kind of it is indeed, benefit yeah. Nintendo to do it to get a little bit of marketing in there. Like considering Sony and Xbox are kind of playing good with Fortnite. Yeah, and I think Johnny put it brilliantly, friend of the show, Johnny, where he said it's like the Hollywood version of Smash Brothers Fortnite. And it's true because we obviously got Sarah Connor and Terminator. <laughs> the, yeah, the Terminator and the last one, which is a bit mad. I'm surprised um, Arnie didn't give his likeness like that. Arnie has given his likeness to so many crappy games. I'm surprised he didn't do it for a game that's relatively good. That's a fair point. Yeah, because yeah. he's in. Um, he's obviously in, his likeness is in Mortal Kombat 11, but it's not mm. his voice. And then his likeness is in uh, Predator Hunting Grounds, and he actually does his voice in that one. Okay, um, which is quite interesting, actually. I'm just annoyed I missed all the Marvel skins and everything else. That would have been really cool. Yeah, I think the Wolverine one looks brilliant. Ah, oh, amazing. That's one I really, really liked. Um, the Deadpool one looked awesome. Oh, even the Aquaman one, I know is not Marvel, but like even the, the Aquaman one looked really good. Yeah, I mean, like that. that's the thing as well. It's like, I guess I didn't see the attraction of it for quite a long time because I'm not the type of person to cave and buy skins. I'm, it's just mm. not my thing. Um, unless it's something I really love. Like, for example, when I was playing uh, Rocket League, I had to unlock the Ecto-1. Just oh, had to. <laughs> it was Halloween. I wasn't going to unlock, not unlock the Ecto-1. But those are cheap enough cosmetics. They're not like, yeah. you know, like, was it 1800 V-Bucks when it's on special or something like that for like the bundles? Mm. Yeah, look, as bad as Fortnite is, it's still not as bad as uh, Avengers. That that marketplace is completely <laughs> shambolic. But anyways, let's let's not talk about Avengers. That that's probably a topic for another show. Um, Funnily enough, you said Fortnite was a better Avengers game than Avengers. Yeah, I mean, look, I I just don't understand. I'm not going to go down the freaking rabbit hole here, but yeah. Avengers has such skimpy fecking stingy boxes of loot when it comes to like costumes like any other costume look at look at spider-man on the ps4 how you have almost what 40 costumes in that for nothing mm. and you just find them and they're randomly unlocked yet in avengers um it's like oh you want a slightly different bluish kind of costume for 
Captain America. Yeah, you better grind for 20 hours and grind for 30 hours just to get that. And then you might not even uh, use it. Fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like so, Greg Miller got a fucking platinum in that. True. He got a he got the platinum finally in what was it? Cyberpunk because uh, the patch got released, so he was finally able to get that. So fair play to him. Yeah, but the yeah, Avengers one Miller. feels like a fucking like pulling teeth. <laughs> so we all know you've been playing Fortnite a bit as well, but obviously people who would be watching our Instagram page and mm. so on or following that would know what else you've been playing. So yeah, tell um, I have dropped about 170 hours, if not a little bit more, into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, <laughs> I love the game. I, I, I Like I said, I, I started off, I wasn't really keen on it because I guess I was probably just being a little bit meh about it because i was still sweet with cassandra and greece and that whole assassin's creed odyssey um but yeah no i really really like to, to get into the character avor um i liked the settlement mechanic that's in it um funnily enough a friend of the show brian messaged the group earlier on saying like he was a re-sent an article from i can't remember what was a polygon or something saying like i like assassin's creed but it's way too damn long and i 100 percent agree like i've done all the big missions i've done the main missions and all i'm doing is mopping up now so i'm doing where you have to go out to all the different regions and you have to collect the wealth solve the mysteries and find the artifacts i am not joking of all the things i hate I thought I hated Riddler trophies. I hate <laughs> the tattoo pages from Assassin's Creed Valhalla so much. Like it, it apparently was a feature in a previous game. I think it might have been in Origins, where there's like a, a ledge and there's like this page and it's kind of blowing gently on the wind. And when you get up to it, it starts flying away and you have to run after it. Um, but if you fall or or deviate from the track, you'll never catch up with it. So you might as well go back to the start and and do it again. I have raged at this. Like where I'm literally jumping, like I'm trying to jump onto a tree and I miss the tree and I hit the ground. I'm like, I have to run halfway back to the city now to the feckin' starting point. No thanks. <laughs> but apart from that, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, like I said, I finished the main story. I'm probably going to jump back in when Wrath of the Druids drops, which is, mm. I think, the Ireland campaign. Uh, and yeah. then Siege of Paris is the other one. Which uh, should be very good. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm more so looking forward to the uh, Ireland one for obvious reasons. Mm. Money, obviously. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from that, um, obviously, uh, as well as Fortnite, I've been playing a tiny bit of Apex Legends uh, when another friend, Eddie Bolton, who is our Screen 17 co- counterpart, um, is online. I normally jump into a lobby with him, do a couple of rounds like that. He reckons I've got the blink because every time I join his team, we only last about two or three minutes before we die. Um, apologies for that. Amazing, <laughs> you called him friend after that bit of tension on your last episode. <laughs> oh, things smoothed over. Eddie forgets about things very quickly. Uh, he's <laughs> such a good friend. But yeah, uh, I have really, really enjoyed playing that. And actually, funny enough, by playing with Eddie on online, I figured out that the Gen One uh, Xbox One controller doesn't have a headphones port. Yeah, true. What the flip? Yeah, you had to pop in the adapter, didn't you, yeah. or something like that? To- that's bullshit. I still have that old adapter. <laughs> yeah, want to give it to Eddie? <laughs> if he wants it, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. At least until he gets his uh, Xbox Series X, which uh, I don't. I think we'll see if I can UFOs land on Earth before he sees that thing. Ah, cheers. Uh, we'll we'll try find one for him anyway. I've been stalking the uh, the Smiths and the GameStop websites yeah. anyway. So, and then um, the only other bit I very recently in the last week bought Mortal Kombat 11 and have also finished the main campaign in it. Um, 
Fantastic. Ooh. Mortal Kombat stories are great. Really, really good. I, I obviously won't spoil anything, um, even though it is out quite a while. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much it. I, I don't really have much else that I've been playing. Kind of caught up in a bit of TV shows, um, but that this is not a TV show podcast. So let's not yeah. play on that. Shall we get on to the main topic of the show? Topic of the show. Give me some topics. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah topic of the show we are talking about the games that we're looking forward to coming out in 2021 and those which apparently have 2021 release dates but let's see if they'll actually make that um Mm. how about you go first i think there's the first one on your list is actually out already yeah it's a bit of a cheat but obviously we haven't gotten to talk about on the show uh just yet but scott pilgrim versus the world the game complete edition now it's a bit of a cheat because it was released earlier this month, but I bought it. I've yet to play it, and I intend to do it very soon, but it's like a complete edition of the original game. Like, have you played the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World game back in the day? No, no, I never did, and I know there was some legal issues around it because it was out for a while, and then it got pulled, and then I, I think the people who had the physical version, it was like going up in price dramatically because it was rare enough to was find. Was even the physical version? Was it not a physical version? As far as I know, it was digital only. Like it was um, Xbox Live Arcade, I think it was. Oh, really? One stage. And oh, so you PSN. definitely could not get your hands on the ten. Yeah, they they got a physical one now with a uh, limited run games and that. But yeah, it'd been taken down from digital platforms for so long, and I never bought it digitally, which was really annoying. Uh, I played it at friends' houses and that. It's think of it almost like a Scott Pilgrim kind of Streets of Rage style game, I guess you could say, but it's you know it's back and i can't wait to play it and it would be great for local co-op but obviously i'd need someone else with the game to be able to play online co-op if that is available in the game as well is it um is it available on game pass unfortunately not it's a ubisoft game so if it was gonna go on game pass i probably i'd probably say it'd be on that ua is it you ubisoft play or something like that or whatever it's called but i know they haven't owned that yet (laughs) (laughs) i did hear rumors that ubisoft play might be added to game pass but wow if that did happen that would be amazing but I think Ubisoft plays only on PC at the moment. Correct me if I'm wrong anyway, people out there. Yeah, it would be great if it was on Game Pass, but I was happy to fork up the money because I really love the game. So, Yeah, I mean, like I've, I've seen the artwork and it, it looks quite faithful to the comic style. And mm. all I know really is that people who have played it said it's absolutely amazing. So yeah, I'll probably give it a whirl. Yeah. Um, me, no I, way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for punishment is what you like to say. I am. I am. If if anyone's uh, followed me on Twitch, they probably will know where I'm going with this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, my the first one that I'm looking forward to this year, and I'm surprised it's halfway through the year and there's nothing else really piquing my interest before this. It's Resident Evil Village, aka Resident Evil 8, um, not Resident Evil VII, uh, I, as people want to call mm-hmm. it. Um so this is the sequel to the previous Resident Evil 7. They've retained the first person um, kind of shooter exploration feeling of it. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks great. It's kind of taken on a, a somewhat cross between like Dracula-esque <laughs> universal <laughs> horror movie background. So it seems like it's going to be set in some sort of Eastern European uh, like countryside village, which isn't transylvania but it it's transylvania (laughs) (laughs) and 
there's this castle on the hill and a little little village down by the, the base of the castle and there's a very tall vampire which i'm sure rule 34 has had a field day with and yeah it's it's good it's it, it's it's more resident evil more first person resident evil um i've played the demo of it uh, titled maiden so this is very similar to the demo that came out for resident evil 7 called kitchen mm. and this was it, it takes place you're 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 in the basement i i think i actually i don't know if, if it even confirms who you are in it I, I i assume you're a previous victim of some kind but you start off in the basement you have to make your way out of the basement or cellar sorry prison then you work your way up into a cellar. Then you work your way up into a basement. Then you work your way up into the house and you interact. And there's like a, a very light puzzles just to kind of give you a flavor of what Resident Evil is going to be like. And yeah, I'm horrifically entertained. Um, I will definitely be getting this. Hopefully yeah, no, after I'm, seven. Now I'm hearing that the demo, none of that will actually be in the actual game itself. It's a no, standalone. It's, standalone. Right? it's exactly like what the kitchen was. So kitchen was its own standalone thing. Um, that 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 whole segment of kitchen is not in the final version of Resident Evil Seven. The same way this is not going to be in the final version of Resident Evil Eight. It'll, I'm sure in Resident Evil Eight there will probably be a note uh, implying like, oh this is what happened to that person and they'll kind of add on to the story of it. Um, mm. But I actually have one more point here. The RE engine is beautiful. Mm. Like, I couldn't yep. get over this. I was playing it and I was saying it on the podcast or on the uh, stream I was doing and apologies for people if I was repeating myself, but my God, if they could make an Elder Scrolls game look like that, it would possibly be one of the best games of all time. Mm. Um, like just everything, like when you're looking at brickwork, when like the water mechanics, like the character models when they get up real close they actually look like real people mm. like obviously there's they're still computer animated but or computer generated but you get what i mean yeah it's getting better and better <laughs> the funny takeaway from all this for me was the fact that people are so obsessed with the women in the game yeah like obviously the, the hashtag step on me or whatever that <laughs> was. I was like jesus christ but the amount of cosplayers who've already done you know like cosplays of like the vampire lady and all this kind of stuff is yeah absolutely hilarious I heard some, like uh oddly enough it's like both men and women saying mm. like if she wanted to lift me up and strangle me, I'd be pretty okay with that. And I'm like, yeah. what are, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> like, if that was like a tall guy, this would be totally wrong. But because it's a tall woman, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's kind of weird and interesting. But she, I'll tell you who the, she actually reminds me of. Did you watch The Umbrella Academy season two? Yeah. yeah. Do you know the weird director lady? The elegant oh, director lady? Oh, yeah. remind you of that. I can't, yeah. She kind of has that kind of. 1950 elegant kind of thing but completely in control of the situation my god yeah yeah no i'm really looking forward to it and uh yeah no look i'm not gonna lie she is uh pretty damn attractive <laughs> which one um the, the large lady oh yes uh the busty lady yeah she almost kind of reminds you of is it the amazonian women from futurama you know death by snoo snoo oh yeah <laughs> you this, you know the way like you're smiling, but you're also terrified. It's like, yeah, oh no. <laughs> oh, friend of the show, Brian will appreciate that. Anyway, only my snoo What about your second selection, Clive? This one's coming out in actually just a couple of weeks. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury for the Nintendo Switch. So it's a game that originally came out on the Wii U, which is Super Mario 3D World, but 
it's getting its own port for the Nintendo Switch along with this Bowser's Fury pack. Now, Bowser's Fury pack is apparently an all-new section of the game with its own kind of free-roam world to explore, which sounds kind of cool. But Super Mario 3D World looks like a lot of fun. It has like four-player co-op, various suits, including the Cat Mario, where you can kind of climb up on various different stuff. And like, it's one of the games I missed out on the Wii U. Like, I never played it. So the fact that I'll actually get to be able to play it on the Switch is actually going to be really fun. Uh, some of the pre-order bonuses I've been looking up online, I'm like, oh, should I get that? Because like I saw the Nintendo UK store and it had like cool kind of sticker collection, but also had like this really good looking steelbook where one side is one theme with the Super Mario 3D World. And then the back uh, side of the steelbook is like a Bowser's Fury kind of cool. evil kind of other side to it as well so it's like a double themed steel book i'm debating it but i might just get digitally with it yeah i I mean uh, it looks pretty cool is the cat costume the one that looks like he goes super saiyan it pretty much yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's without a doubt mario going super saiyan he's got the proper goku hair and everything Mm. uh because i get have you ever played super mario is it super mario Ah, crap. The 3D Super Mario that was on the 3DS. I never played a lot of um, Mario games purely because I never really had Nintendo consoles. Um, The only, like, I have, like, a Nintendo 2DS downstairs, but, like, I basically got that because my mom stopped using it and she just wasn't using it. And I had, I think it was Pokemon White at the time. Oh, yeah. That was one game you were playing constantly, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But no, on the 3DS, sorry, it was called Super Mario 3D Land. So it's in that kind of same vein but it seems a bit more fast paced but obviously you got the four player co-op as well which is really fun so uh that's definitely one i'm going to be looking forward to anyway oh, what good. about your next one ray yeah um my next one is to follow up to god of war um officially i, I don't think it has a title but everyone i know you know and and their granny is calling it god of war ragnarok and i think that's what's going to be called mm. um so this obviously is the follow-up to the, the previous God of War game, the slash reboot slash sequel, which probably one of my favorite games of all time. Um, mm. Just the dynamic t- between um, Kratos and um, uh, Atreus. Is that his name? Yep. Atreus. Um, and just that game in itself was just fantastic. The puzzles, the exploration, the combat, the enemies, the Leviathan axe mechanic. Everything. Oh, yes. It was the best Thor game ever. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, if, if for obviously, no, no spoilers here, but y- I assume you finished the game? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, so going off the, the ending, and I'm, I'm saying that there's obviously a, a revelation near the end of the game, I'm mm. interested to see how that plays out in the sequel and where they're going to explore from here. Is it going to be the same map? Because I remember in the previous game, you, you had access to the nine realms or the seven realms, um, but you only really go to five of them, I think. There's all, there's two of them that are locked and you can't visit. I think Corey Barlog was saying, um, oh, you know, we already had the DLC ready, but or the idea for the DLC, but it was too big, like it couldn't be DLC. And that's what the new game is going to be. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be quite interesting. Um, so I wonder if it's going to start off on... Uh, the the map or the like the home map world of yeah. God of War and then it takes you into these other realms and that's where that whole game is based maybe mm. I don't know um yeah we'll see I mean yeah I, it's the game <laughs> I really need to fucking do this I'm one trophy away from the platinum oh, and Jesus. it's the hardest trophy of the fucking whole thing it's 
to kill the Queen Valkyrie. Oh God! Okay. Um, did, you, did you try any of the Valkyrie battles in God of War? Tried a couple, but like I, I was just like, no, not for me. They're tough. <laughs> they're very tough. I don't think they're as punishing like Dark Souls tough or anything like that. But for me, they're quite tough, and I don't think I'd be able to just go back and fight the Queen Valkyrie without the muscle memory of how Kratos moves. Mm. So like, I'm kind of residing and putting that aside. Going, I'll never platinum that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Never we'll see. Never. That is true. That is true. Um, on to selection three, Mr. Cookson. Pokemon! Snippy, snippy, snip, snip. <laughs> uh, snip, snip. Pokemon Snap, the new one is coming out this April. Now, we had a discussion about this before the podcast, but I mean, the original Pokemon Snap came out in Europe in September of 2000 on the N64. You put it correctly where it was like an on the rails kind of shooter. But instead of shooting, you well, you actually shoot, but you're shooting photographs of the, the different Pokemon in the park. Since then, people have been clamoring for a new release of this game ever since. Now, I do know, I think it was released on Virtual Console on the Wii U, maybe, or something like that. But it's not the same kind of thing as getting, you know, a full-blown six. But yeah, this this April, the dreams will come true for them. And, well, in the game, you, just to give people an idea, you go out and seek out, you seek out different Pokemon, you take photos of them in their natural environment. So you get to explore different areas. And in this one, you'll get to explore beaches, jungles, deserts, and so on. And apparently there's over 200 Pokemon in the game that you can photograph, which is absolutely amazing. And have the chance to investigate the mysterious Illumina phenomenon in the game. Now, I have no idea what that is because I haven't really looked at too many Mm. kind of trailers, but I am excited for this. And I would say a lot of kids would be excited about this because it's almost like, say, kids going to Dublin Zoo and taking photos of, you know, their favorite animals. It's going to be like the Dublin Zoo version of a Pokemon Snap. Now, answer me this. This is the deal breaker. Will the Pokemon have real voices? Or will there be this noise that, that Nintendo seems to be churning down people's throats? I could not tell you. <laughs> I would hope. I mean, like, come on, seriously. No. It can't be that hard blame to do. Nintendo. I'm going to blame the Pokemon Company and Game Freak because they're the ones who obviously developed the games. But, like, it's not that hard to put a little soundbite. Like, they always seem to do it for Pikachu, but no one yeah. else. Well, Eevee more recently has oh, yeah, um, been getting the treatment now as well, purely because Eevee is like the other mascot oh, of the Pokemon company. Yeah. Um, but like, I just, I want my boy cough, coughing. Do you know coughing? Coughing. Yeah. Or Great Great Like, that's what people want. That's kind of part of the term of Pokemon is, is just their stupid voices. But, nope. I mean, the amount of sound bites they'd have from, you know, even just the TV show, you would think, oh, just put a couple in exactly. there. Brilliant. And I just, uh, do you, what's, actually, here's a, here's a bit of an off topic thing. What's your favorite Pokemon voice? Oh, my God. That's a tough one. Favorite on the spot. I know you can edit this down if you want. If we have too much deader. I have Yours. one immediately. Actually, I have two that I love, but one of them is immediately my favorite. Well, I guess Psyduck, just because of how kind of. You know, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's annoying, but it's funny at the same time. And I don't know, like I might say Jigglypuff. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff. 
just because of how funny and how like you know it is <laughs> i really love uh vile plume purely because it sounds like he's got an oh. Aussie accent and then uh my other favorite is bell spark just because like oh man you're just bringing back memories for me of that episode with oh god the vile plume one was just hilarious because weren't they trying to entrap poor um, James from Team... Was it James? Jesse and James, yeah. James from Team Rocket to get married to <laughs> this particular girl like, oh, who looked exactly like Jesse. <laughs> Such a good episode. But yeah, anyway. That, uh, Pokemon Snap, yeah. Hopefully um, hopefully, it's it's good. I mean, for like I, I would be a somewhat okay Pokemon fan, but for the big fans out there, hopefully it's the game you guys are looking for. Me? Me, me, absolutely. Uh, what's um, your next? Yeah, the next one I have. God, I'm, I'm seem to be a bit of a, a PS fanboy over here. Uh, mm-hmm. But my next one is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn: Horizon Forbidden West. What's with these crazy names? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this was a new IP that um, Guerrilla Studios was that right? Um, brought out for PS4, uh, featuring Aloy. This this protagonist who's kind of a outcast from her tribe who basically goes on to form her own destiny and basically find out what happened in the world that she lives with uh for anyone who's played the first game you'll obviously understand the the concept behind it and the revelations that are kind of uh brought to the surface near the end of the game uh very similar to uh god of war i guess i just want to see what, what this builds upon we haven't seen much have we no, I mean it's it's more robot dinosaurs and robot animals. Um, matter of fact, I always hated that the fact that in the first game it was like, oh, you're just fighting robot dinosaurs. There's only two robots in it. Well, you know, <laughs> sorry, there's three that are robot dinosaurs, and then the rest of them are kind of based on other animals like buffalo or jaguars or something like that. So I don't know. I always thought that was a bit unfair. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see. Um, how this goes down the new animals um it looks like the corruption has kind of spread into more areas the corruption for those who don't know it's the, kind of like this uh biological mechanic virus that if affects the local uh, wildlife and also the machines that live in that area yeah i mean the, the the first game itself i was blown away by it i platinumed it it was one of the first platinums i put onto the playstation 4 and i'm just very keen to play the follow-up uh did you did you play zero dawn did indeed yeah and finished it and thoroughly enjoyed it if i'm being honest with you yeah uh, i've seen it go on sale on like the steam and that so i'm half tempted to kind of play it on a pc with like better specs and that kind of thing but it's a beautiful looking game obviously kojima's studio didn't he use that same engine the decimal engine is it called yeah, yeah for um death stranding which looked absolutely brilliant as well yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I enjoyed the character of Aloy and everything else. I just thought the main thing about the game was just that, like, you know, some of the NPCs and the character animations just looked a bit mm. weird or flat and some of the voice acting. But I, I thought the main protagonist and everything else was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and a lot of the combat was really good. Um, mm. Like, I used to love, there were certain parts, like, if you're running, you could slide and draw your bow. And as you're drawing your bow, it goes into slow motion, and you can kind of pick off where you want to shoot on certain creatures. Mm. Fantastic um, uh, mechanic in the game. And uh, oddly enough, like, as you were saying, Kojima used this for Death Stranding. Aloy actually makes a cameo in Death Stranding. 
Um, oh, really? Yeah, you, you kind of set up these nodes and bases along the way. And you can set these like special holograms to greet people when they come to it. Like normally they're like in-game characters like, hey, welcome, stop off, take a rest. But like mm. one of them is actually Aloy kind of waving. Oh, okay. And mm. another one is actually the giant uh, dinosaur character from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, like the kind of long neck dinosaur. And it's just right. there at the waypoint. It's pretty cool. Really cool. Um, yeah, so that's uh, my selection. Uh, why don't we move on to your next one? Pretty obvious one for me xbox fan here halo infinite so is this definitely going to come out this year (laughs) i hope so i hope so but i mean if they put it off again to you know improve the game and so on i don't care as long as what comes out is a really good game that's all that matters to me but it's supposedly coming out in fall 2021 obviously it didn't release the time of the xbox series x and the s consoles which really hurt the launch lineup but they obviously did it for the right reasons obviously you saw the amount of backlash that Mm. was being met with you know people who weren't happy with the graphics and so on blah 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 it looked too cartoony or it didn't look next gen i know that that really bothers me sometimes i'm kind of like after the whole kind of problem with cyberpunk i'd much rather a game fucking run well than look well exactly that that would be great if it looks well and runs well but at this point i would just be happy if games release not broken Mm, exactly i'm hoping that this game will be like a true return to form for the halo series because the campaign in halo 5 wasn't great i liked the campaign in halo 4 but a lot of people didn't Mm. yeah i mean it's just i've been hoping for like a really really good campaign over the last few years so hopefully this will be the one They've got a lot of plans for it. Now, they have released some latest screenshots where, you know, they've actually improved the graphics. And I mean, even for the likes of their, you know, they've usually done very good campaigns, but their multiplayer has always been absolutely brilliant. Like you still got playing the Halo 5 multiplayer. It's very kind of competitive game as well. So I can't wait for that. I've seen stuff online where, you know, a lot of articles were saying that Halo Infinite may feature, you know, multiple worlds to explore uh, multiple open world planets and so on so we'll just have to wait and see yeah cool cool and that's uh fall 2021 that's supposed to be out um my next one is uh gotham knights this Ooh. game i think it's supposed to be q2 q3 of this year um Who knows? Who yeah, knows? we don't we don't have we don't have an exact date this one uh, of the two new bat bat first games coming out for next-gen console that be it gotham knights and uh suicide squad kill the justice league this is the one that's most likely going to come out first because we've actually seen gameplay of this and we haven't seen anything but a really beautiful cg trailer for suicide squad um this one i'm tentatively excited for um it obviously takes place in the same universe as the arkham games so Arkham Asylum, um, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Obviously, in this universe, Batman is dead. Dun, dun, dun. Or is he? Bum, bum, bum. Um, you play as one of four members of the Bat family, uh, Robin, Nightwing, uh, Batgirl, and Red Hood, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's, it's somewhat of a single-player, multiplayer shared universe. So in my game, I could be nightwing doing a couple of missions and at random points you could be playing and drop in as red hood and join me on a mission or maybe it's something quite like is that how division works the division is it like you can join other people on missions yeah pretty much yeah um i'm not sure how much i'm looking forward to it in that sense like i don't really want to be reliant on other people to play a game Mm. um like 
best thing about the Arkham games was it, it's, it was just a strong single player experience. And I kind of hope that there is a least a single player aspect of this game. Yeah. Um, now the bits I've seen looks beautiful. The action looks great. Um, like obviously the, the the flow of fighting has been changed since Arkham. I'm okay with that because that style of fighting has kind of been done to death now. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, cautiously optimistic on this one. I'll definitely be picking it up. Whether I love it will remain to be seen. <laughs> are you excited about this one at all or do you even care? Uh, like, honestly, I'll be interested to see what it's like. Obviously, I'll want to see probably some gameplay to kind of decide if it's the type of game I want to kind of you know delve myself into or something like that because obviously I guess you could say very disappointed in the likes of the Marvel's Avengers game which I thought could potentially be very good and I yeah. was doing very badly but the, I guess the DC games tend to be pretty good like the Batman ones especially so mm-hmm. I, I hopes for this one I'd just like to see more yeah and th- this is the one I am right in saying this is Rocksteady doing this one as far as I know yeah and we all know what a great studio they are they obviously did uh, the earlier Batman games as well yeah and it's the other studio doing uh, Suicide Squad wait no fuck me I'm confused or already the other way around. it's the other way around so this uh, one yeah. is not in the Arkham universe sorry uh, my fuck me my brain is wired so this one is not in the arkham universe suicide squads in the arkham universe this is its own new thing um this is done by wb games and is wb montreal or something like that or i think it is yeah it's wb montreal that's it and the other one is rock rock steady sorry my mistake (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that that's why like I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this. Granted, they don't have the weight of the Garth Arkham games behind them. Mm. Um so they are kind of starting their own new thing. Although I guess they are muddying the water a bit with kind of following on from the outcome of Arkham Knight, which you know, if, if anyone's played it and kind of by now I imagine you would have played it, they the ultimate ending on it is the nightfall uh protocol kicks in mm. and basically Wayne Manor explodes and people think Batman's dead. So, you know, it, boo on them for kind of <laughs> muddying the <laughs> water on that one. Um, Grant, not really much else to say on that one because there isn't really much out on it. So on to Selection 5 for you. Yeah, cool. So Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Now put that in there because, I mean, I've been going on for how long about wanting, you know, a remastered version of Mass Effect yeah. 1. Now, as far as I know, it's not going to be your typical remaster more it's going to be improved textures and so on so they might add you know, the ultra textures or whatever from the, the pc and putting them into an xbox series x and ps5 version yeah. but i've been waiting for an excuse to play <laughs> the whole trilogy again and if they're going to give it a huge kind of visual upgrade for all three i will gladly play those again so i don't know exactly when this year it's going to be released but apparently it's supposed to be released this year and it's up for pre-order as well and honestly it's just mass effect uh i'd say mass effect 2 would be my favorite game of all time and a remastered version or more improved version of that would be absolutely brilliant i have them all on you know obviously you can play them on the likes of game pass now because the play is included on that but i already own the first three digitally and i've played through those quite enough but if i can i think having a next gen version will give me obviously a better excuse to actually play through it again Mm -hmm. and maybe enjoy it 
a lot more than they did before because it's been so long since I played them as well. So yeah, uh, I mean, I I've, I think I've told you guys and I kind of said it a few times. I've tried to play the old Mass Effect games and I started with Mass Effect One because if I'm going to play a trilogy, I kind of want to play it and get the experience. But I kind of fell out of the first one purely mm. because of the first Mako mission. I was like, I can't do this. This is soul destroying. Like where you're in the, the kind of Mako tank for the first time and it but, controls like shit. Yeah. But you played it quite a while after it came out though, didn't you? Oh yeah. Like I, I, I didn't play the first one until the third one was out for years. Well, then so they, like yeah. the mechanics had obviously moved on with the times, but like you'd be playing for ages and like the save points are ridiculously far from each other. Um, but like the tank controls like ass it, it's like fucking a ball on a fucking i don't know an ice rink mm. now i played mass effect 4 uh not mass effect 4 what was it called it was called Andromeda. that was it and like it was grand it just wasn't mass effect to me if that makes sense mm. it just didn't feel like you know a mass effect game like it was good in its own right and it had some decent mechanics in there but it just wasn't the kind of story I wanted after, you know, going through the Shepherd trilogy, Commander mm. Shepherd. And I just think this will be an absolutely brilliant kind of palette cleanser for Mass Effect 4 when it's eventually out. Obviously, it was announced and so on. They're yeah. teasing potentially that Shepherd could still be alive. Cool. Depending on maybe what ending you got or whatever. But yeah, Mass Effect, any excuse for more Mass Effect is great to me. <laughs> Yeah, and then any excuse for me to play uh, kind of reimagining of, well, like you're saying, and this is probably the worst word for it, a, a, a tidied up version of the original trilogy will be very welcomed for me. <laughs> I might actually complete it this time. Awesome. What's your next one, man? Um, yeah, mine is the sequel to the reboot of the Ratchet and Clank series. So this is for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yes. Um, We've seen quite a lot of this demo. It's it's kind of been put out there as kind of a a showroom demo of what the PS5 can do. Especially like the, the SSD and how quick textures and environments can load. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And how quick you can jump from one uh, locale to another. Mm. Um, obviously, the, I played the, the reboot. Asomniac Games did an amazing uh, reinterpretation of that Um character obviously i think it was a tie-in for the movie that was out yeah. at the time because it's basically it the same story. movie basically <laughs> yeah it's brilliant like the game is fantastic movie not so much i never saw the movie but i don't think i need to see the movie after playing no. the game you would <laughs> um but like yeah i mean the, the all the mechanics are great in it there's a couple of early sw- swing mechanics in it that you kind of look at it and kind of go this was them testing out for <laughs> spider-man wasn't it um yeah yeah i mean like it was fantastic and it was very varied uh like there was flying elements there were platforming elements there was puzzle solving there was action there was big boss battles and if rift apart is more of that give it to me in spades um i'm interested to see uh the other low 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 cat what's what's he called but his what's he he's a creature and there's like a female version in it this time He's not. He's not a rabbit. He's definitely not a rabbit. <laughs> he's something else. Space. A lomax. Jesus, lomax. I knew it was something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, so we see that there's a, a new character in it that seems to be uh, a gender flipped ratchet, or it could just be an, another creature from the same universe. But I think it's going to obviously be a tangent universe version of Ratchet and Clank, which could be really cool. Yeah, I mean, um, what we've seen so far with the 
the speeds of the SSD and the particle effects yeah. and everything else, it looks mm. like it will be an amazing game. Part in the demo where I believe like he's sliding down the side of a building and then it jumps into a wormhole and then it's like a completely different scene and then he's jumping across and goes through another wormhole and like whoa this is brilliant it's like Doctor Strange shit going on here and for those hoping that something because you know the way the Horizon Forbidden West will be on the PS4 as well and obviously Miles Morales was on the PS4 as well well you're not going to get that in this case because it's going to be PS5 only because I doubt they'd be able to do what they plan to do on the PS5, considering the SSD and everything else. So mm. you're going to need to buy a PlayStation 5, lads. Yeah, and I think, look, it, it's. It, I'm sure it's, it's easier for me to say this because I've got like the next-gen consoles, but there is a little bit of restriction with trying to make games run the best on PS5 and then trying to cater them down for the previous generations. I know like in, in other kind of games they've done, I would say other versions of games for different platforms one that comes to mind is the ghostbusters video game so you had the ghostbusters video game on uh playstation 4 and xbox and all that kind of stuff but then when it was on something like say the wii or something like that it was a characterized version of the same game so i don't know maybe maybe it's time that the cord is slightly cut between playstation 5 and playstation 4 but maybe or companies don't want to do it because there aren't that many PS5s out in the wild at the moment. And there's such a huge install base for the PS4 as well. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Um, so I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to see what they can do with it since that they don't have to, like you said, cater for the, the previous gen. Yeah, mm. cool. Uh, just a few more shout-outs from my end and I'll let you discuss your final one. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers, which is a new Persona game coming out. Is this uh, a Persona football game? <laughs> it's actually not no but it feels <laughs> like it though no. Fortnite chapter 2 season 6 obviously once this latest season is done and dusted I honestly can't wait to see what they'll do in the next season will they do give more prediction. give us a prediction Clive who do you want to see in Fortnite go wild Spider-Man let's go on Spider-Man not already in it no he wasn't actually no really so with Spider-Man far from home is this year isn't it it is December yeah so I'm thinking, will they do some kind of tie-in with, you know, a Fortnite season and, you know, do some more Marvel stuff? That might be interesting. Yeah, that's a good shout. And like Spider-Man, like we've said before, has a ton of costumes that they can exploit for the, the marketplace. So why not? Yeah, I mean, I loved the whole Bounty Hunter theme this season and, you know, the fact they had likes of the Predator and the Mandalorian and so on. So even if they added even more kind of Marvel skins and so on as some kind of crossover event or Wonder Woman might be a good shout because the Wonder Woman movie was only recently released too. So they could answer me this. How do you, um, going down the tension again, but how do these special characters who aren't traditionally known with handling firearms work into Fortnite? Do they actually pick up guns like other people? Yeah. Would that not look, look really weird that Batman's picking up an assault rifle? Yeah, I think it looks fun. <laughs> and again, in in a different universe, didn't Batman use like guns? Well, I mean, Batman's first comic outings, he had dual pistols, as far as yeah. I remember. So I mean, so not unheard of, but yeah. you know, who cares? He's shooting <laughs> rubber bullets. <laughs> well, we've seen Captain America use uh, guns before, as far as I remember. In the wasn't it the first movie? Yeah, and the first one is uh, you see him with a pistol. Hmm. So there you go. Yep. Back for Blood uh, will be released in June and it's like a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. I think a lot of the old Left 4 Dead team are actually working on it. 
which this looks good. Oh, it looks absolutely brilliant. So can't wait to do that. I'm sure Johnny will be playing that as well. And Ghostwire Tokyo, which is like a PS, a PC, PC, PS5 game coming out in October. Apparently, it's like an action adventure game from the studio behind The Evil Within. Yeah, I remember seeing them being like, "Oh, this is very unusual." Yeah, those mm. are nice shoutouts. Anyway, what's your last one? Yeah, I mean, uh, my last one and kind of one or two shoutouts that I have. Um, I am very much looking forward to the Cyberpunk 2077 next gen upgrade, purely because I think that's when I will step back into cyberpunk um i was probably purchasing it a bit too early i probably should have waited and held off but i'm not going to sell it now and pick it up again i just don't think i could be arsed i'm still um, cyberpunk 2077 to be released <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um alongside that i'm looking forward to the next season of apex legends oh um, yes and that's mostly on switch this year as well it is, yeah, yeah. So that'll be very interesting to see how it works on that. Um, and the might actually get player, me yeah. back playing it again. Mm. Um, as with every season, they add another hero. I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head, but um, he's like a gunslinger kind of bounty guy. Yeah, um, I remember seeing some email come through about that. Cage already. with a K or something like that. K <laughs> A or something like that. Johnny Cage, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, what else? Yeah, not so much a game that's coming out this year, but more so something I hope happens this year. And this is me praying to the video game gods to make this come true. I want Capcom to announce Dino Crisis Remake. Yes, that's what I want. Give me Dino Crisis Remake. Like, could you imagine Dino Crisis in the RE engine? Oh, beautiful. (laughs) I just want that. Just give it to me. And I'm sure, look, maybe, maybe they might, you know, is, is there a Capcom event this year? I'm sure. Is there like Capcom Con? <laughs> Capcom Con? <laughs> um, do they do their own Capcom? Just Capcom kind of going, here's a demo. Let us know what you think. And it's just like one level of a guy exploring facility and just gets killed at the end by a raptor. I'd be like, mm. yes, give us that. Because um, there are going to be games coming out that take that marketplace away from them there's one in particular being developed like i know jurassic park have one coming out which looks okay it's basically alien isolation except uh, there's like raptors hunting you but then there's another one that a a different guy has brought out i think i sent it on to the group i can't remember the name off off the top of my head but it looks like a proper like uh dinosaur stalking egg game and i cannot wait for that i I think Mm -hmm. i'll actually pick that up on pc later in the year if i build my pc <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean considering that resident evil village was shown in some kind of showcase this year yeah. if they did announce something like obviously dino crisis i'm sure they do it in kind of a similar vein as well yeah because i'm sure dino crisis has a pretty faithful fan base maybe not as big as resident evil but like anyone who's p- played resident evil is fairly uh enamored with dino crisis at least the yes. first one definitely yeah yeah Hmm. Uh, one can only so that's, that's the topic of the show clive our first one of the year yeah it's kind of weird isn't it Getting yeah into the swing of things get back into the old swing of things um what are you what are you doing any 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 news on your end clive that you want to talk about any promotion are you doing anything fun nope 
<laughs> no. no, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter using at Clivesaur. That's about it. I am having a kid, so that would be the main kind of news. Like, <laughs> personally, but my wife. <laughs> you can say we. We are having a kid. Yeah, we, we. <laughs> Uh, well, I can't top that news, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, absolutely nothing, buddy. You? Um, not much. Um, still recording away with Screen17. Um, I am back streaming on Twitch. If anyone wants to check me out, it's uh, twitch.tv forward slash plays. So that's S-P-I-D-E-O-G plays. Um, Spidjog being the Irish for Robin. So forgive the unusual word for those non-irish people and mainly i play horror games or uh xcom or something that's going to piss me off because i always <laughs> find those most entertaining to play mainly because followers on twitch are really good because they'll always give you tips and kind of yep. coax you along and give you ideas or stuff like that like i had a great guy actually help me out with um xcom for quite a bit you know me that, yeah. stuff. so that was pretty cool um yeah, and I might start identifying some games to play during the year. Um, I was mentioning to Clive before the show is that we are talking about potentially setting up the SideQuest Heroes Twitch channel um, where we might play co-op games together, maybe bring people on for special events mm-hmm. and just to be do something a little bit away from the podcast. And we, I don't know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we could even do something like a live podcast on Twitch as well. Yeah, yeah, we've been um, toying with the idea for a while, so we'll see how that goes. Apart from that, we have a little bit of news for our next episode. Our oh, next episode is yeah. going to be a bit of a special one, Clive. What, what, what do you think? Do you want? Should we tell them now? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Have to tell them now. Of course, let's let's. So we've been uh, having a little bit of a, a, a spat with another podcast, and I guess like I, I'm. I'm, I don't know if I, I should even talk about this because I'm the mutual party. Maybe you should talk about this, Clive. I don't know. Like, um, in one of the recent episodes of Screen 17, obviously, Eddie brought up a recording of, <laughs> of yourself and myself in one of the episodes. I was entrapped. You were entrapped, and he caught you by surprise because, obviously, he was like, you know, Ray, heard no, Ray knows nothing about this, Rob knows nothing about this, and so on. Yeah. And <laughs> basically, there was the suggestion during the episode that they should come on our podcast and, you know, do some kind of video game quiz, wasn't it? Was that Rob's idea, the quiz? I think so. We kind of ran with it. Yeah, and then the plan was to get us or myself over to screen 17 and do some kind of movie quiz as well and yes we will be having our podverse crossover episode one with the screen 17 crew where ray podverse ray will take on rob and eddie from screen 17 in a quiz that i have well i guess you could say uh, i've pulled a list of questions oh, so i'm actually going to be against them oh yes you are Oh, bollocks. We've got to put this thing between you and Eddie <laughs> to bed now. <laughs> I'm going to make a fool of myself. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I honestly love the going banter. down, Bolton and Mullen. I love the banter between you and Eddie, I have to say. <laughs> uh, I'm putting them in the ground, six feet down. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words, Eddie. Uh, I know he listens to the podcast, so... Uh... <laughs> 
It'll be a good one. It'll be a good one. It's always fun to have um, guests on the show. It, it kind of makes for very entertaining listening. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the, the fact is, I know obviously Eddie plays, likes to say Apex Legends. So, I mean, he's really it, good at it as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. I wasn't joking about it earlier. Anytime I join him, I'm literally just dragging the side down. I'm getting shot and he has to come back and rescue me all the time. And you can't help but like Eddie. I mean, he likes WWE. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. He only has one failing, and that's it. <laughs> and what's that? <laughs> it's WWE fandom. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, Eddie actually reintroduced me to wrestling. We we've gone to a couple of um, OTT uh, matches in Dublin together. Uh, it was great crack, and I, I found a fellow I love wrestling for years, and that kind of really got me back into it. And uh, we went to Florida back in February last year before kind of the world went to shit. And we actually saw a match over there as well. It was really cool. And I mean, the fact is, you obviously have your Royal Rumble nights as well, wouldn't you? And WrestleMania and so on. It's Sunday. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to watch that now. <laughs> WWE yeah. Network. So, um, yeah, that wraps up our first episode back of the year. Thanks for listening. Uh, as we were saying, next week will be a, tr- a crazy crossover episode with Screen 17. Maybe not uh, every but episode that's what i meant next episode sorry god i'm already in kind of presenter mode again and next time we will be chatting to you the guys of screen 17 where it'll be me taking on eddie and rob for who is a better gamer person (laughs) just so you know i've you know done up questions so some are easy some are pretty difficult so i'm hoping to give you all like an even shot if that makes sense that's fair. That's fair. They're all multiple choice. So if you don't know, you can always guess. That's true. Perfect. Grand. I guess we'll leave it there. So join us next time. I've been Ray. I've been Clive. And we are the Squadcast Heroes. No. And we <laughs> are the SideQuest Heroes. I'm going to keep doing that. your <laughs> <laughs> SideQuest Heroes. <laughs> and we are your SideQuest Heroes. See ya. Bye.